morning, good morning, and welcome to the first full week of work for July. So uh, it's July 10th, and we're first getting started. What is going on? I mean, maybe some people are just getting started. We've been we've been going, we've been going, even though we may have been off here and there. We've been going since the start. Welcome back to another Noodleberg Daily Huddle. It's a Monday. It's a fantastic Monday. It means we've got Lori on the show with us, which means we're going to have some great conversations. And I'm sure Lori and I will argue at some point on the show. But uh, excited to be here to kick off another week with you guys. Well, Lori was threatening this morning that she may not show up. She's sort of still on vacation. And she, like, throws it out. And I'm like, okay, we'll beg. Mondays are not the same without Lori. So, <laughs> it's okay. Um, hopefully, every, everybody had a great weekend. Before we get going, the most important thing today is the fact that Mark's significant other is celebrating her birthday it what a post this morning sir oh thank you it was uh yeah you know I, I get i'm i'm very fortunate i tell her i tried to tell her that as much as i can and uh the fact that i get to celebrate her and her birthday and i'm so fortunate to have her as my partner it's just the very best thing in the world and so really we've been celebrating her birthday for like a week because last monday was the day before july 4th the kids had camp. We decided to take the day off from work and play hooky. That's where we ran into you at the Boca Town Center. So we were shopping for a birthday gift for her on Monday. And I spent the day with her. Part of my gift to her was actually giving her my phone for the entire afternoon. So I was completely phoneless and totally present for what we were doing. And then we went to Le Jardinier uh in miami this weekend french restaurant right in the design district uh it was great it was a great meal we did the tasting menu had some great cocktails but the weekend itself was just fantastic kai had a sleepover at his camp at uh camp live oak and we played games we played balls we went to uh, the, the the big tree that's inside of the camp that he goes to. Then we went to the park right on Bayview. We grilled. We just had a fun, family-filled weekend of celebratory, all kinds of things. Good for you. Uh, Miss Laura, you've been in uh, La La Land for quite a bit now. Oh, she's uh, muted know. still. She didn't, muted. she didn't remember that she muted herself. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> she's on vacation. I'm you know, on vacation. How many people have tried to mute you? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Okay. With that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we were over in Marco for the week. Uh, I didn't do as well as Mark. I did not shut my phone. I, I'm just, I said, I wrote to Monica and I just said, I effing failed vacation. Like I failed drastically, yeah. ridiculously. I was very, very bad at it. Um, but it, it still was nice to just not have to get up at a certain time and be somewhere at a certain time. I wasn't on calls or anything. This week, I'm still on vacation. I do have a couple of calls, but for the most part, I'm home. I'm going to take care of some personal things. So, Very nice. Um, Shay, nice anything routine. in your world? No, no sharing, no nothing. Marlins beat the Phillies two out of three, I think. Okay. And apparently, and apparently, it's the All Star Game. Like, did anybody know that it was the baseball All Star Game? With me, I'll come over here since uh, we'll get feedback. Uh, yeah. Tune in eight o'clock tonight. Home Run Derby. 
And then uh, All-Star Game Tuesday. And, yes, the Marlins are leading the wild card. Wow. Unreal. So, Unreal. Patrick, is it true that you get better looking every day? You get better looking every day? Gee! He's dressed for his program, and his shirt says, Tastes like heaven, burns like hell. It's a fireball shirt. I don't <laughs> think he's going in that shirt, okay? I'm I'm giving the kid fireball. I love right? it. The I other piece of great news it. is that Jake is back from his yes. uh, global trip. Um, uh, when, uh, Thursday, he'll be here, and uh, hopefully he'll share all of his stories and, you know, uh, globetrotting across the, the, the globe to do his fun stuff. But it's time to wake up. we got a great show for you today, a Monday kickoff. Shay, wake this thing up. housekeeping things uh we actually want to uh, share that uh, thursday mark will be speaking at the levan center which is a beautiful beautiful venue um and he will be laying down the gospel on how to develop a new business so uh congratulations to you i'm certainly you know excited uh for you um any comments there yeah, Thursday is going to be a great day. Excited to be there and share that. Thursday is actually a busy day because then Thursday night, I will actually be at the Picture Perfect Connections Mixer, which will be at Jewel Toned Interiors. It will have some art display from Daniel Wakefield, and it's just going to be a fun night. So I hope that everybody will join us there and uh, for some great networking, some great give back, and just a good time. And people who will uh, who attend will actually get a headshot and really shout out to our boy uh, David Roth because Friday's Huddler and the hot seat was a great show. I mean, Helen all weekend is saying, you know, his setup was great. I could listen to his voice all the time. <laughs> Why are you doing that? I'm like, okay. So, you know, Shay and I will unpack that today about making it more like a studio, you know. I love so, it. Anyway, great stuff. Um, motivational music. I'm going to bring up a topic. Um, I had the pleasure of going up to West Palm Beach on Saturday night to see Farner. Loverboy opened up and Farner. Um, so uh, Loverboy comes out. The lead singer for Loverboy must be 100 pounds over what he used to be. <laughs> well, you know what? He sounded like Loverboy did. There's a lot of songs that we know that they played that were really cool and great. They ended with working for the weekend. It was super fun, but it was them. Farner comes out. There's no new member, no old members of Farner in the band at all. <laughs> We're all unbelievable musicians. Shay, give me feels like the first time this song that was their debut song 46 years ago. Give me that.
So it's great. So everybody sang every word. It was really a fun thing to do. But I was stuck in this thing, looking at the stage. The lights were great. They introduced all the musicians. They're from other great bands. They sounded great. But I was so torn that Sunday morning I got up and I did a whole bunch of research. And sure enough, there was an article with Lou Graham. Lou Graham was the lead singer. It was Mick Jones and Lou Graham. Lou Graham said, if they don't have any guys from Foreigner in there, how can they call themselves Foreigner? So here's my question to you guys. Was I seeing Foreigner or was I seeing a You did not see Foreigner. You you did not see Foreigner. You saw another band who covered Foreigner for an entire show. Like, that's how I feel. Yeah, I feel the same way. (laughs) Well, so here's what's really interesting. In the article, which the, the internet is so great. Anything you want to go down that rabbit hole, you can. The interview was amazing. He said they trained the lead singer to mimic Lou Graham. Yeah. Down to all of the little catchphrases and his moves and like everything about it. So you sort of looks like you're seeing him. Right. You know, but you're really not. So right. you're not seeing him. No. So this was the historic farewell tour. So here's my real question. We are living in a world of um, genuine and authentic wins all the time. People say to me, you know what? I'm not interesting. I'm not just be you. You're enough. What's your take on how this affects the world? What, you know, should, is this fraud? Is it just, you know, yeah, I mean, partially, partially it is fraud. I mean, I think to to have no original members of the band and still call it that same band is fraudulent because it's not. But this is a topic that we're really going to have to pay attention to because as AI, artificial intelligence, continues Thank to you develop, for making the leap. Thank you. and as this technology continues to grow – you're going to see a lot of what you feel like is real and authentic that isn't. That is is machine produced. That is, you know, a, a play on authenticity. Now, I think it then becomes the, like the question of like, well, where is it happening and how is it happening and what is the experience like? But to me, to sell Foreigner, to sell tickets to Foreigner, and not see a single member of the band is wrong. That's like going to Vegas and seeing Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's dead. You can't right. see Michael Jackson. Right. You can see a guy impersonate Michael Jackson and, and be exactly like it. You could go to a wax museum and see something standing there that you swear is him, but you can't really see him. So, like, I think it's not, like it's not good. No good. Sorry. Sorry. Any thoughts? I, I agree. I mean, if they would have advertised it as far in the right, the cover band or something, right. <laughs> right. you know, you're not seeing the real far enough, but they didn't. Uh, they they played it like it was the real band. And I, I agree with Mark on this one. I, I don't I don't think that's their lead singer and good for Kitty McGowan, because Journey was one of the first groups to replace Steve Perry. He got sick. He lost his voice. They replaced this guy with a Chinese, little Chinese dude that sounds exactly like Steve Perry. So that kept the band alive. Right. Because the band's still there. <laughs> we just went to see the Doobie Brothers. 
I was that was just about to say that. If we would have went to see the Doobies and nobody from the Doobie Brothers was on the stage, what's the point? I might as well go to a cover band on like Las Solas and pay five dollars to see that. But you know, Helen and I went to see Listen, I could go to Galoopies and see any cover band. So I went to Helen and I went to see at Parker Playhouse the best of the Eagles. That they were a tremendous cover band. But at no point did they say, we're the Eagles, you know, was, they're the, a group called the best Eagles, best in sound, something like that. So I do anyway, think that very a business conversation because I got, I got an advertisement on Instagram for a service that I was like, wow, this really seems like it fits what we're looking for as a solution. So I went down the rabbit hole. I signed up. I did all of the stuff. And then right as we were about to engage with this company to do something, it was very different than everything else that had been advertised to me along the way. So I had to cancel all of it. I canceled the subscription. I canceled the appointments. I did everything because I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I signed up to work with an indiv- a certain person that you advertised to me that I would get at my time when I wanted. And then all of a sudden, four days before the appointment, you're telling me that you're confirming with somebody else that I didn't choose yeah. for a different time that I didn't want. Like, what even? What is happening here? Was it thing that used to be called the bait and switch? Right. Right. It's terrible. It is really terrible. And so, you know, this idea of buyer beware is what gave sales a bad name. Right. That's why the sales game is screwed right. up because there is bait and switch there is sure. let me go talk to my manager what a crock of shit if you ever in yeah. those managers meeting they're telling dirty jokes and shit. the, you know? the fooling right. the fooling of it yeah. anyway so interesting but having said all of that it still was a really fun night really cool saw some great people there were people and this is one of the cool things that the the lead singer did there were people he goes how many people are in their 50s hey how many people are in their 60s wow how many people in their 70s going crazy? Then he said, let me go the other way. How many people in their 20s? Unreal, man. 20s, awesome. 30s. It was like, so there is no, the music. And this is the takeaway. The music is 50 years old. Yeah. And it's still great. Every song was. Yeah, but, you know, but the, And you just said it. It transcends, right? Every yeah. generation. Yeah. And I'm not so sure, as much as I like a lot of it, I'm not so sure that the music of today does that right? It's like the Sinatra big band era. It, it, you know, I got nephews and cousins, right, that are in their twenties that love that music. I'm not too sure that the music today, and like I said, I really like it, so I'm not being critical. I just don't know that it's going to last the test of time. Awesome, um, great, great topic, really cool. Um, I, I just for shits and giggles want to reach out to the promoter and try and get my money back. Just right. to see where it goes. It's like, I, I would say something like, look, it's kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I can state the article from Lou Graham that says, how can they be foreigner if there's none of us in there? So exactly. anyway, great topic. Uh, today, do yourself a favor. Just put on greatest hits of foreigner and you will hear song after song after song. That's great. So um, I have a choice. It's multiple choice. We have 15 minutes left. We can go we five to, minutes left. Sorry, we have five minutes. <laughs> it's like Halloween. Right? Just, Michelle's that mean I got probably get a little worried about you there. Right, so listen. So listen. Um, 
I have two topics. You guys pick which one it is. One is this whole thing about threads and we can sort of just unpack it and talk and take five minutes to do that. The other is a guy that I've been following named Bedros Julian. Um, and he's one of these massive, you know, Jocko kind of guys. Um, but he puts out some amazing content and he put out a content about uh, potential. So threads or potential, and then we'll pick up the rest tomorrow. So you guys pick. Laura, your choice. You're on vacation. I think potential could be a much deeper conversation than threads. Good. Uh, yeah. So yeah. personally, I would say let's just talk about threads and then do potential. Right, because we only have five minutes left. Yeah, Agreed. I mean, we could really – potential Leave could potential be – potential for tomorrow, and let's talk about threads because it's worth yeah. talking about. Okay, that right. means we'll so, have to come back tomorrow, though. Yes, <laughs> on your vacation. What, do we have to beg you every day now? <laughs> So listen to this. So listen to this. This is this thing with threads. I'm 63 years old now. They're introducing another social media platform that 100 million people signed up for. 30 million people in the first 24 hours. It was why, the why, do we need, why do we need another one? What, what is what what is what's going on? Because it should be better. It should be better. Better so, than what? Better than Twitter. So, so if, you didn't, if you didn't download it, if you don't know what it is, if you haven't experienced it, then it's hard to really talk about it. But what Facebook did, what Zuckerberg did, was said, I really owned this social network, right? I, I, I developed Facebook, and then I moved to Instagram, which was really the first time that he made a platform for creators. It's pictures based on photography. People who wanted to tell, tell stories through pictures. That then evolved with the introduction of video, but he doesn't really have a writing platform. Facebook is not really a writing platform. It's a social network. Picture. While they're all social media platforms, gallery. Instagram was made for pictures and moved to video. He said, why don't I do Twitter better? Right? Why don't I take a writing platform, a medium that is built for writers, and make everybody who's already on Facebook and Instagram, make it super easy for them to move over to threads, make it super easy for them to connect with everybody they're already connected with, and allow them the opportunity to leverage a different kind of platform to do the same thing they're doing on all the other platforms. So it's a true competitor to Twitter, and somebody who has always wanted to really like Twitter and has never really loved it. I loved using threads immediately. The user face, the experience, all of it was so much better immediately that I was like, oh, I can see myself. If the people I like to follow move to threads, Twitter is completely dead for me. So, um, Lori, any comments? Because I have a couple of questions. No, I mean, you know, listen, uh, I think it was Gary Vee who said, you know, it's not or, it's it, it, just try it, right? You got nothing to lose by trying it, right? So I already downloaded it and I'll give it a try. I, I agree with Mark. I've never really been a big Twitter fan, um, but so I hope Threads is better. I, I guess my point though is, and I'm going to probably take it to something else. I feel like I have so little time. How many social media platforms can I manage? I, I'm, I can barely manage Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram. And that's only because Facebook and Instagram are linked. Otherwise, I would have nothing on Instagram. But I, I just at some point, 
how many places can we be or how many places do we need to be? That's my question. But I'm all about competition. So I I think Jake makes a point for why the platform can happen. There was opportunity. You know, Musk is definitely screwing this up. But I'm reminded of like early on when I really went, you know, totally in on LinkedIn, people would say to me, what happens if LinkedIn goes away? Or what happens when LinkedIn is playing with the algorithm like they're doing now and people used to get a lot of impressions on it, whatever. I said, I would just figure out what's next. So I think understanding what's next is important for everybody. But I'm reminded that along the journey, um, I went on and did that, thank you. Um, Along the journey, this thing called Clubhouse happened. And it was like, everybody said to me, Clubhouse is the next coming and it's great and it's blah, 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 blah. And I was one of the outliers who said, I don't get it, man. I want to focus on the channels that are important to me. I don't need to be on all of them. I made a decision. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I That's where I spend my time. That's a conscious business choice. And so what I want people to think of is in a world of, like when you used to say, hey, you want to grow your business, you got to advertise. Well, where the hell do you advertise now? There's so many different places. Everything, you can go take a piss and advertise in the urinal if you want. That's advertising. It's up to you to make a choice. Where do you get the most impact for your message? And then back it up with time. For me, it's always going to be LinkedIn. It yeah. is the place where I can have B2B conversations. I got up yesterday morning and... I got, you know, grabbed five people and brought them into my world. One who I think might actually be a real opportunity for us. But, you know, to your point, Lori, you only have X amount of time. And so you can't be everything to everybody. I'm thrilled, Mark, that you're doing it. I'm thrilled that you and Sarah are going to go deep and make an educated opinion and share it with me and say, you know, dad, this is something I think you should try. But I wasn't a Twitter guy because Twitter is a toilet to me. Well, well, and so like Twitter was great early. Twitter has changed and it never really evolved with the social media expansion, with the ability to do all of the things that you could do. The different to me, my opinion, the difference between this and Clubhouse is Clubhouse tried to take the podcasting boom and figure out a way to build social media around it. And it didn't work. Nobody really wanted that. Nobody asked for that, right? There has been a need and a desire for Twitter to be better ever since Elon took it over. Really, even before that, when it really didn't iterate and keep up with Facebook and Instagram and how the how it how the experience worked. So to me, this was something that people were asking for. That Zuckerberg did an amazing job of hiring former Twitter employees building the team, figuring out how to take the problems that Twitter had and solve it in an easy way. It's, I think it's very, very, uh, it's got a lot of potential. And I think it's very different than Clubhouse early on. I oh, oh, need to compare the two. No, I know what I'm saying. For people who are looking, looking at it going. It like everybody in the world was, you got to join my thing. And, right. you, and how could you not do it? And I made a decision early, you know. So it's fact. You said to me, what do you think? I go, I don't think. I think it's a fad. I think it's going to go away. Now, I had no proof. I could have been wrong. 
but I doubled down on LinkedIn at that time, you know, and that paid dividends. That may not always be the case, but that's why I'm really glad like you and uh, Jake and Sarah, if you unpack that and figure out a way to use it, is it a personal thing? Is it a business thing? Is it both? Can and I can tell you from early adoption, even though there's a hundred million users that already got on it, there's very few creators again. Ah, so you're go. in that early phase to where if you want to get some free eyeballs, you want to figure out a way to get your message in front of people that may not have seen it before. Here's an opportunity for you. That's different than TikTok because it's trackable. You know who's liking it. You know who's commenting on it. You know the way your audience is growing. You have the ability to connect. And oh, by the way, it will connect with Instagram for you. So now all of a sudden you're able to merge a place that you've already been with a new place. This is a way different experience than any of these other platforms that we've really seen in the past past few years. So it's a very, very intriguing topic. And there's Mr. Uh, Mr. Garber coming in from Denver. Hey, Scotty, nice to see you. Your mother was actually at the uh, Foreigner concert as well. So anyway, great stuff. Great kickoff. Hope you guys in the audience, in the HUD, the Hudlers, feel the energy. Uh, the one thing that Jake said to me uh, this morning that was so telling was, he goes, thank God for routine. He's right back in it. Timelines are all set. And all he had to do was jump back into the routine after being away for two weeks. And his clock could be totally screwed up. It's not because routine is where it is. So thanks for making this a part of your routine. Lori, will you come back, please? Oh, See you tomorrow for a potential conversation. I love that. <laughs> Let's go. If you enjoy the show, remember, share it with a friend. That's all we ask you to do. Have a great Monday. Let's get down to business. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business.